guys, and welcome back to We Know How to Read. My name's Natalie. And I'm Megan. And here we are. Uh, we're <laughs> at the novella. A, a, a Court of Frost and Starlight. Yep. I always get mixed up. I always say A Court of Starlight and Frost. Yeah. Because for some reason that sounds better to me. A Court of Starlight and Frost. No, that sounds weird. <laughs> a, a Court of Frost and Starlight? Yeah, because it's alphabetical. Frost is oh one syllable oh i also have a a miscut on mine do you yeah you can kind of see where it's cut wrong you can see the page it's really faint oh but yeah the bottom half is like cut jagged oh i actually have a lot of miscuts like a lot of my like i have Mm. i think i have at least five miscuts of different books in my shelf that i don't notice until i get home because obviously i don't inspect my books thoroughly at the bookstore Mm -hmm. yeah same (laughs) oh what is oh Oh, never mind. I got excited. <laughs> never mind. Mm-hmm. No, I got excited because I uh, I never realized the wall went so far over. I know. Because like, what it, is like, all this? There, well, because they're an island and then there's the continent. But what is the continent? Um, that's where other fairies that we don't talk to. Fairy realms. The, um... The mortal lands there in the first book as we were doing that episode um they talked about that's where Feyre supposedly went to be with their aunt on the continent uh so it's just like they're an island huh yeah huh but it comes more that side of um well because that's where the uh the mortal queens are from Huh. Is on the continent. Huh. And um, then we have Valhallen and Mon- Monastere in the fairy realms, which becomes important in um, the third book, Akalor. I need to reread these. I know. Because this doesn't make any sense. Anyway, so this is yes. um, what most would consider a novella. Yes. How many pages? Tiny, tiny. It might not actually be. <laughs> Oh, it's 233, which I don't think is no, actually... No, that's the acknowledgments. Oh, it's shit. 229. Which I don't think that's a novella. Mm-hmm. What is considered a novella? So this takes place in between Akawar and uh, Silver Flames. It is literally in a bridge. Uh, it is still from Feyre's POV. Oh, fewer than a hundred pages is considered a novella. See, yeah, yeah. To the readers who look up the stars and wish, that's the dedication. Mm-hmm. That's cute. It is. I don't. And we have enough. the war with Hybern is done. They have all Ooh. come out on the other side of it, alive, but not completely. In one piece. In one piece. Now um, here is okay. So this is just like a little cozy, cutesy read. So mm-hmm. Megan and I are is. channeling our cozy attire we're trying it's to dress set, on theme it's set during the winter solstice so yes. you know we're filming this and it's hot and it's the summer solstice it's the summer solstice <laughs> and we're talking about the winter solstice yeah. <laughs> it's really cool so i have my night court sweater on because yes. i thought what would be more appropriate than a yeah. cozy read with my cozy night court sweater <laughs> and i grabbed my white half turtleneck because it's super cozy and i also channeling the uh, snowball fight 
Yes, it's our, we're just yin and yang. We, I, we, we are, really are. Like, this is so perfect. Like, is. We, we matched is. too closely <laughs> last episode of the first yeah. episode of the spring. Yeah. Um, but we did a good job with the other ones, but we definitely mm. try to be on theme, guys. Yes, yes. <laughs> Whether it's makeup uh. or outfits, we try. <laughs> but, exactly. oh, I do, I do want to point out, it says, hello, Feyre, darling, oh. on the sleeve. I need a Terrison Ooh. sweater. Yes, I need all of the above. I need a, I I need a 13 sweater. Mm-hmm. Anyways, mm-hmm. talking about this book. <laughs> all right, so this book changes a bit. One, it's like we said, it's a cozy read. It's just them dealing with the aftermath of the war during the winter solstice, which is also Favor's birthday, if you don't remember from the books. Oh, I forgot about that. Um, And this also is going, it's a bridge from the original trilogy into... A Court of Silver Flames, which is Nesta and Cassian's point of view. So she used it as kind of a bridge into what happens in there-ish. But mostly it's just like fun, cutesy little things. It is a multi-point of view um, book. We get Feyre's, we get Reese's, we get Moore's, Cassian, Nesta. Um, That's it. Can we just, I have a question. What is a heady cup of tea? uh a big <laughs> cup of tea like a yes like a big cup of tea i guess i guess wash down with a heady cup of tea yeah that's i mean i've heard that phrase before yeah but what is heady i think big like a heaping it's like a heaping of something it just means a lot i scooped up my plate draining my tea to the dredges why does this all sound so cheesy <laughs> <sighs> but Reese's okay so it's the winter it's in the night court mm. Feyre wakes up one snowy day yes <clears throat> Reese is nowhere to be seen the bed is cold which is not uncommon she said mm-hmm. because everything since the end of the war they are rebuilding they are regrowing mm-hmm. they are ruling yeah as rulers do and mm-hmm. she sends a, a message down their bond their mating bond is like hey yo where you at <laughs> And it, but he's too far away. He's out of range. So she's like, oh, he's out of range. That's not uncommon these days, which I don't remember that being a thing. Um, Justin, I think this little bit, like the moments after, because I think they're going like back and forth to the mortal realm mm. to talk with like Jurian and the other humans, Bassa. Oh, here's, um, a good, here's a good thing. A year, God's nearly a year since Reese had called in his bargain desperate to get me away from the poison of the spring court to save me from my despair i didn't realize it was that long it had been a a year since that day (sighs) because if you think about it like okay if it was a year when did they get when was the wedding supposed to be i don't remember it was like a few weeks days days Days. weeks weeks after no more than three what well, it no. says, look, it says a year, nearly a year since Reese had called in his bargain, desperate to get me away from the poison of the spring court. And so that oh. would have been their wedding day. So I forget that spring is eternal spring. And so I was like, yeah. no, it was springtime outside. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> that would have been because it's almost winter solstice, which means it's her birthday. And so she went under the mountain three plus some change months before Before. she spent spring solstice and summer solstice with Tamlin. Mm -hmm. So I want to say she went under the mountain 
in at least end of August, September. Because yeah. September, October. Three, three months from under the mountain. It was after, it was like right after summer solstice. How long um, did she stay? It was after her? summer solstice when she was sent away. Yes. And yeah. she then was under the mountain for three for months. Three months. And then this book, this book starts three months after Under the Mountain. And then. Wait, what book? Echo, Echo Math. So three months after the mountain leading up. When Echo Math starts. So then, yeah, it has to be like June, like literally like the end let of me, June. Let me see. Because if we're adding up the timeline. If she gets married near her birthday, it, she would have had to have been out from under the mountain in the middle of September for yeah. three months to go by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then she had to go into the mountain literally like a day after the solstice. She... There has to be a timeline about this. You know, timelines are not Sarah's... No, I yes. meant fan made. Fan made. No, I know. <laughs> Um, Akatar it says, mm, what did I just find? Okay, let's see. Oh, so Azrael's born approximately in 1670. <laughs> what? Cassian was born in 1671. Is this supposed to be the 2020s? <laughs> the 2000s? What? Uh, Moore was born in 1672. So okay. was Reese. Azrael's okay. hands were burned in 1678. <laughs> what the hell did you find? I don't know. Pharaoh was don't born. Need that timeline. Oh, oh my God. Pharaoh was born on 1221, 2181. <laughs> oh what did I find? Oh my God. Okay. Uh, um, here so, we go. Wait, 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 wait. Andreas is killed on January 1st of uh-huh. 2,200. Uh-huh. She was stays in the spring court for six months. Jesus Christ. Um, she arrives to her family on June 26th. Okay. She is taken under, Tamlin is taken the same day. Uh huh. She returns to. What? She's taken the same day that Pharaoh returns to her family. Mm-hmm. Her first trial is the first day of August. Her second trial is the first okay. day of um, uh, September, and her third trial is the first day of October. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Which doesn't make sense. They no, because then it doesn't make sense. So this comment that had been near, I guess nearly a year is like well, quarters of a year. Or they something. keep saying that the first, like the first like New mm-hmm. Year's Eve is the solstice, I think. I think they're getting things confused. So okay. I think we were right. Okay. I also want to okay. know where the fuck I found. Because like <laughs> in between Akatar and Akomath, the inner circle kills rogue Illyrian bands from um october to january of 2200 mm-hmm. to 2201 <laughs> the temple of sandgraf is sacked in november to december of 2200 what did i find 
I can download it as a PDF too. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Oh my That's gosh. Hilarious. There's a pre Akatar timeline. It's wild. Oh Anyways. Okay. Wait. Wait. This is so random. What is what is Sarah's obsession with the age eight? Azrael's hands were burned by his half brothers when he was eight. Reese was thrown into Windhaven when he was eight. What the fuck happened? What happened when he was eight? When he was eight, clearly. What what happened, Sarah? What the heck? Anyways, um, so Reese is out having war meetings, allies, trades, whatnot. Feyre Mm -hmm. is back at the house. Mm-hmm. With winter comes the winter solstice, bringing up old memories for Sephira from years ago in the spring court with Tamlin <laughs> and Reese saving her, which we just mentioned. Yes. Um, Reese is dealing with a dispute between Cassian and Devlin. Devlin was the um, leader in the Illyrian camps. Mm. He's like, he's the army leader because he doesn't want the women to or the girls to train, they have to do chores. And Cassian is like, no, they need to train. Then they can do chores. Um, but they're like hardcore, like pushing back on it. I do find it interesting. Um, there there was a moment, so I scalloped a pile of papers. I had to sort through letters from other courts, priestesses, angling for positions, da, da, da. lady of the night court, defender of the rainbow and the desk. <laughs> and the desk <laughs> and the desk i snort flicking my braid over my shoulder perhaps my solstice gift to myself will to be hire hire a personal secretary someone to read and answer those things the sort was vital and oh yeah she was doing all of the like paperwork <laughs> yeah and like trying to like do the the finances the yeah, bookkeeping because yeah, yeah. <laughs> she wanted to be useful while they were away exactly Oh, and then finally, Reese is like, hello, I'm here. Yes, and they're at the Illyrian camp where Cassian is ranting about Devlin because he's being a dick. Yeah. I love this. With a loving yeah. brush against my senses, he was mm-hmm. gone. Yeah, because they, um, they've been, like, together, but they're so busy. Yeah. Like, dealing with the aftermaths of the war and everything else that they just haven't had time for themselves. And then we get uh, from Reese's POV, which I yeah. always forget that we get his point of view. Mm-hmm. So they're in the camp and Devlin's like, women need to work. Yeah. Cassian's like, like, fuck oh that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to point this out. Cassian shook his head, the shoulder length dark hair shining in the watery light leaking through the front windows. It's not like it was before, before you, me, and as we were where we resonated for what we are and who we are, but this time we sent them to battle. I sent them, Reese. Uh, just that's not even what I want. I want just to point out that he has shoulder length hair, which I never seem to remember. Who? Kaz. Yeah. No, 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 no. Cassian. Did, did you hear what I just said? Did you say Kaz? I did. I thought you were saying Cass. And Kaz. just put a little bit more of a well, on it. Cass, Cassian and as like as yeah, uh-huh. as that would be their like That's what I, yeah. Cass would be their Kaz. Like, cute name together. Uh yeah, Cass he has because he wears no. it like up. Yeah. He has he has he has like shoulder blade length hair. Yeah. Shoulder blade, not shoulder. Like, yeah, shoulder blade. Yeah. Like, me, I knew but, it was long. But not in the book. It's at his, it's at the top of his shoulders. Shoulder length. He has hair to here. Yeah. 
I picture it like here. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I always thought it was like here. I picture it like me and him, like almost having the same. All the same. <laughs> I just like a man with long locks. I mean, oh. it grows. It's, you know. Like Rowan needs to grow his hair back out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, oh, I liked it. Wait, wait. Wait, Cassian angled his head. What's eating at you? Nothing. <laughs> Wound a little tight. Reese. I always picture. So there's so much like fan stuff that mm-hmm. it's like, I really want Cassian to like wiggle his finger at Reese. Be like, Reese, poo. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, uh, it's, it's just cute. Yeah. Oh, they're so talking about his mom and Cassian. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is so cute. It is cute. I love it. Talk a bit about Nesta. See, here's and... the thing. Here's the thing. This is in Reese's POV. I never stopped being grateful for them. My friends, my family who looked at the power of mine and did not bulk, did not become scented with fear. Yes, I could scare the shit out of them sometimes, but we all did that to each other. Cassian had terrified me more times than I wanted to admit. And one of them being mere months ago, twice, twice in the span of a matter of weeks, it had happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, I like, know. If Reese is evil, I'm going to die. I'm going to be, I'm going to be pissed. <gasps> but yeah, so they're talking um, about the festivities. Um, Nesta and Elaine will be there. Cassian's like asking about Nesta. Oh. Um, subtly, but not subtly asking about Nesta. Uh, no, I can't talk about that. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> I wanted to say something, but I was like, no, save it for next episode. <laughs> I do uh, like um a hint of a wicked grin. I assume our solstice day tradition will still be on. You know. Mm-hmm. I like. I like him. I love him. I know. Uh, then Reese kind of gets a little freaked out because Favor is turning 21. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, she's so young. She shouldn't be with me. And Cassian is like, shut the fuck up, man. Like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I know what that look means, you bastard. <laughs> it's bullshit. <laughs> she loves you in a way I've never seen anyone love mm-hmm. anyone. Oh. Yep. Oh. <sighs> oh and, but here's i mean here's a good point like the only thing that he knows is to, referring to his mom she was like my mom was 18 and my dad was and your father was 900 can mm. you imagine jesus christ 900 years old good lord well i mean reese is 500 yeah but 900 just seems so much bigger i know like i wish is there <sighs> words like mm-hmm. um do we ever get like a legitimate age on Maeve? Like, I want to know in comparison. Like, I know she was supposedly immortal. Thousands. Thousands? Okay. Yeah, I just know thousands because it had been like a thousand years from <laughs> the first word to the timeline of Throne of Glass. Gotcha. Well, yeah. while they're there dealing with everything, they eventually mm-hmm. get uh, Devlin to agree to 90 minutes of training yep. with the men. And the men will help out with the work. They get it a mm-hmm. daily 90 minutes. Um, that, yeah. that is the resolve. But of course, there is other problems in the camps. Mm-hmm. People are, the men are purposely putting things in the way. They're, they would- uh, They're just ugh, being dicks. They're just being dicks. Men are being mm-hmm. dicks. Um, then we get Cassian's point of view. We do. 
Yeah, I, three is Cassian's point of view. Legitimately, I think I've blacked out this entire night. That's probably, that's fair. Like, I do not remember mm-hmm. this book. And I remember, I remember more from TikTok than I remember of this book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this is a bit about oh, you the right. Make, make a funny joke about Cassian's POV. I think we get more of Pat- Cassian's POV in this novel in this than book, all of them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so he's still at Devlin's camp. Uh, you know who Cassian reminds me of? Hmm. Adian. Yeah, a bit. But he doesn't do stupid shit like Adian. Mm. Yes, he does. In the next book, he does. That's fair. I don't remember anything from that book. Oh, a week of pointless bloodshed as insisted. Oh, as. <laughs> as, 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 as. Oh, yeah, the blood right. Yeah, during the blood right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cassian soared towards it, unable to resist Ramiel's ancient summons. Ooh. So many, so many things. See, like, yeah. I always wonder, like, Feyre, uh, brave, brave, the... why can I not talk today? Feyre had brave facing some of the those things in the pine forest of the steeps to save Reese. Cassian wondered if his brother had ever told her what dwelled in those mountains. Because they're talking about the right mm-hmm. the mountains of yeah. which we learn more about um in the next book. Mm-hmm. I forgot that they had their wings bound for yeah, the right. They weren't allowed to use them for their magic. No siphons, a spell to restrict all magic, no supplies mm-hmm. beyond the clothes on your back, the goal to make it to the summit of the mountain by the end of the week and touch the stone what stone the stone at the top of the mountain (laughs) they barely survived the war they didn't need another one but not with so many unknowns gathering outside their borders i really don't remember this book at all (laughs) (laughs) i'm like reading this and i'm like this is like a new book (laughs) Um, so he's thinking about that, thinking about his mom. We learned a little bit more about his past and his mom and everything like that. Um, it was not, not happy, essentially. No. Um. No, it, um, his upbringing was poor. mm -hmm. His father was horrid. Mm -hmm. No, he didn't know his dad, I don't think. Yeah, I know. He He was horrible. Yeah, he's said um once before a bastard a bastard had been born in a freezing lone tent on the outskirts of the village before they'd thrown a young unwed mother out into the snow only days after giving birth her babe in her arms and then taking that babe mere years later tossing him into the mud at devlin's camp yeah it wasn't great at all Um, okay sorry i was just reading the end of his pov mm-hmm. so he's returning back home and then he's like he stood in silence for a long minutes before turning his gaze westward as he might see all the way to Valeris. reese wanted him home for the solstice and he'd obey mm-hmm. even if nesta nesta even in his thoughts her name clanged through him hollow and cold now wasn't the time to think of her not here he rarely allowed himself to think of her anyways it's it, it usually didn't end well for whoever was in the sparring ring, wing, ring with him. Spreading his wings wide, Cassian took a final glance around the camp he'd raised to the ground. Another reminder, too, of what he was capable of when pushed too far. 
the fact that I don't know why people I, I still think it's interesting that people were surprised at the end of that book that they were mates when it was like clearly laid out in this one yeah I know it was clearly laid out in Echo Wars and also right? spoilers if you haven't if you're following us along sorry you right, know, following yeah. along with us and haven't actually read the book yet <laughs> my bad you know we mentioned this in the very first episode this is a spoilers yes it's just like it's clear as day and then we go oh, back to yeah no I mean from the very moment that they met in Aquamath yeah. The exactly. moment they met in Acomap, it's like, oh yeah, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not. It was like, oh, okay, yeah, I see that. It's I very, see you. very obvious. Um, but, okay, we gotta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Work along. We, get to, we get to Feyre's POV. Mm-hmm. She's walking through the Rainbow Row, um, which somebody compares it to Times Square, which is not what I picture. No, that. I don't picture that at all. Searching for gifts for her friends and family. You know, looking at the damage that the mm-hmm. battle had wrought upon it. Me. Yes. While looking at destroyed buildings, Feyre is uh, a fairy, well, not Feyre, a fairy named Racina tells Feyre that the family that lived in the house were able to escape. It like helped calm her down because mm-hmm. she was kind of spiraling because yes. Feyre spirals pretty easily. She does. She <laughs> has a lot of trauma. Ah! Well, like, I. I can't, comp- like, I used to. Has a lot of- okay, they are <laughs> not the same person. I they know. are allowed to deal with trauma differently, Natalie. I'm still hung up on it, Megan. <laughs> they are allowed to deal with trauma I differently. Know, but it's my baby boo-boo. Like, I, I she has my I heart. I know. But I'm not, I haven't healed. I have not healed. No. Not yet. I no. need time. No. <laughs> But she reminds me, Feyre, that the people are thankful for her. Mm-hmm. Remind her that she did great things. She helped, how she helped during the war and all that kind of stuff. Yes. Which Feyre needs because if you she remember does. from the first episode mm-hmm. of Akatar, when she repeats the things that Nesta has called her mm-hmm. and belittles herself yes. all the time. Yes. Which and is- she still also very heavily mm-hmm. carries the guilt of the two fairies that she killed in- under the mountain. Like that is something that she's still very much like. You know, when I read that the first time, I was like, that's so horrifying. Her and Aelin can have different trauma responses. They are not the same person. Oh, <laughs> uh, they can. They can. I'm telling you, I feel like I need to honestly like give this a whole good reread. Not every character needs to be able to handle that level of trauma that Aelin handled. I know, I know. I like that there's, you know. Variety. It makes sense yes. because not everybody's the same. Yes. Otherwise it's, it would just be an entire series of different Nestas. Wait, are you saying that Aelin is like Nesta? Do you no, know? I saw something where like Aelin or not Aelin, uh, Nesta was a little more like uh, Manon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. she's shopping, she runs into more, and yes. together they find a gift for Amran and discuss what everyone else might want. Mm-hmm. Eventually, more informs favor that they, along with Reese, will be visiting Hewn City as part of the tradition to check in mm-hmm. and see how everything is going around the solstice. And I'm like, why? <laughs> right. Why do we need to do that? Why? Um. Oh, wait, wait. Okay, where are we? Um. Chapter five. So we're, you know, they're back. Mm-hmm. Still in favor's POV. She's like curled up 
Reese has finally returned home after mm-hmm. dusk has fallen. She said, I felt his powers beckoning to me long before he got near the house, a dark melody through the world. Ooh. Um, and then, oh, this is cute. Wait, what is that from? Pirates of the Caribbean. So um, his Illyrian, <laughs> I'll explain in a second. His Illyrian leathers gleamed with melted snow. Ooh, that's hot. I always picture him in a button up and I never, I always forget to picture him in leathers. Uh-huh. <laughs> and more of it shone in his dark hair and wings as he gently shut the door right where I left you. So there's a scene in the first Pirates of the Caribbean when Will Turner comes back to his smithing studio mm-hmm. and he's like right where i left you referring to the drunk man uh-huh. and then he turns around and he's like not where i left you <laughs> <laughs> referring to a hammer yeah yep <laughs> if you haven't seen that movie i highly recommend it yeah. what are you doing with your life if you haven't seen it um, um it was nearly <laughs> I, I smiled setting down the book beside mm-hmm. me it was nearly swallowed by the ivory down duvet isn't this all i'm good for a rogue smile tugged up one corner of his mouth. Reese began removing his weapons, then the clothes. But despite the humor lighting his eyes, each movement was heavy and slow as if he fought exhaustion with every breath. Oh. I know. Fuck. <laughs> no, like, actually, like, do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they're like, she's like, have you eaten? <laughs> and What? So, uh, yeah, so as you're saying, he's asking, have you eaten? When did you last eat? Hmm. and she's like I thought so wash up and change da, da, da. and then um she says eat the food first he goes then I'll eat you after okay. <laughs> grinning wickedly but toward the food and I just that's all I zoned in on <laughs> oh my gosh I love this um did you eat it all today uh, I had an apple this morning Reese I was busy Reese Farah. <laughs> <laughs> no one is too busy to eat you're fussing it's my job to fuss and besides you fuss plenty over far more trivial things your cycle isn't trivial <laughs> <laughs> you were thrashing oh my gosh like oh yeah because this is the one where we yeah. find out like the um fey females they have a cycle but it's like really really bad and it's only like every year twice like twice a year i think it's not a, it's not frequently uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah they didn't try to spoon feed me like an info, info. <laughs> oh yeah oh Twice a year. yeah uh-huh uh i eat regular meals if you allow me to turn into an overbearing mother hen twice a year <laughs> <laughs> oh that's oh, funny my gosh um <sighs> I love Reese. Okay. I'm, oh mm-hmm. man, I'm remembering why I like him so much. The snark. Okay. So, um, they head to like the tree arrives at the city. Mm-hmm. Moore's father's there as well. Eris, the one whom she was more supposed to get married to. Eris is discussing gaining more territory for autumn court from where is what I want to know. Where would he be getting territory from? I don't know. Like, is he just gonna take it from summer? Fine, I guess. Take it from spring. Winter? Like, where are you taking it from? Probably spring, because spring court is no no more. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on. Fuck. Where's the map? I passed it. Spring court is bigger. No, 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 no. Under the mountain. No, that's fucking. That's winter court. Never mind. Yeah. Be I don't know where he'd take it from. Uh, probably spring court. Yeah, I guess. It would have to be. 
It'd have to be. Because, I mean, what? it's just Tamlin. Like, what? what's he going to do? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, yeah. The, it literally says right here, Eris then brings up Tamlin since he his is the court that borders the mm-hmm. human lands and any court wishing to grow would have to ask his him for permission, mm-hmm. which I'm like, that's interesting. The trio is suspicious about whether Tamlin is going to want to gain more territory. Yep. Which is... Um, you know, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Az shows up because he's the spy master, tells him of the discontent spreading in the Illyrian war camps. More, always. They're just grumpy people. Mm-hmm. The Illyrians are grumpy. I also like more background on the Illyrians. Like, where did they come from? I know. Why are I they know. here? How did they become part of the Night Court? Mm-hmm. Like, I-, I need more information about this. Yeah. Well, many of the camps have unsatisfied people. The amount of people actually feel unsatisfied in each camp is small but still that's worrisome because they can band together they can cause uprising within this mm-hmm. you know it's not boding well even though they were just at the Illyrian camps it's still it's not looking great for them yeah no it's not so after this reese is traveling a lot in this book like he's like constantly on the move mm-hmm. like he's never in one place at one time he goes to the spring court and to find mm-hmm. it completely abandoned other than Tamlin. Tamlin's the only one left because Feyre convinced all of the other people to leave and abandoned mm-hmm. him. Did we talk about, did we already go through chapter six? I have no idea. I'm not going by chapters. Okay. Um, just because chapter six is Morris' point of view and we get the like flashback of what happens mm. with her because they're in, in chapter six. So they meet with Eris in chapter five. And then in yes. chapter six, they meet with Care, Kier, Kier, Kier. Um, who is Moore's father, who is kind of like in charge of the Night Court mm-hmm. um, and Hewn City. And she gets a flashback to what happens where um, she was, okay, warm, buttery sunlight through the leaves, seeing, setting them glowing like rubies and citrine, citrines. The damp earthen scent of rotting things beneath the leaves and roots she lay upon had been thrown and left upon. Everything hurt, everything. She couldn't move, couldn't do anything but watch the sun drift. Da, 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 da. Um, light, steady steps crunched on the leaves. Thick sets of border guard, a patrol helped someone to help. A male voice, foreign and deep, swore, then went silent. Don't touch her. Those steps stopped. It was not a warning to protect her, defend her. She knew the voice that spoke, had dreaded hearing it. Um, no one touches her, he said. Eris, the moment we do, she's our responsibility. But but they nailed it. No one touches her. Nailed. They had spiked nails into her. Um, three of them. Do-do-do. I take it you do not wish to live here more again. I thought so, he says. Um, someone's like, we can't just leave her. We can and we will, Iris said simply. She chose to sully herself. Her family chose to deal with her like garbage. I've already told them my decision in this matter, and I am not in the habit of fucking Illyrian leftovers. Ooh. Yeah. Um, move out. And then they leave her there, which is the whole reason why, which we find out in Echo Math, why they hate Iris so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting to see it from her point of view. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, like, the actual flashback and how, like, what he actually said. Um, so then they, they're all there, do-do-do. All right, continue on. What were you saying? 
Oh, she's reading. Oh, there's this one part. So they were shopping, still mm-hmm. doing more holiday shopping. And yes. Reese meets her and she's like, come home with me. And he's like, he needs to do his own shopping. And she's like, he's like, I got to go. He's like, I'll meet you at home. And she's like, but what are you doing? And he's like, I have some errands to run. And she's like, she's like, okay. And then before he turns to leave, he says, go paint my nude portrait. I told her winking and shot into the bittery cold sky. I'm like, ah, Reese. Oh my God. Um, oh, and then here we go. Chapter, um, oh, I've skipped ahead. You were in chapter six. I was on chapter 11. Yeah, we, we, there's been so much that's been skipped. <laughs> didn't mean to i thought i was closer to the front no no because then we get chapter seven resand and he talks to Az, and they talk about jurian and vasa being with grayson and the human land ah yep yep what's gonna happen is vasa gonna be forced back to where she was being kept prisoner man my Uh, like thing does not my i have a review and it doesn't have any of that information um and he's like you know they talk a little bit about um elaine and lucian and as talk about where lucian went he went to spring court tamlin kicked him out last time yeah it's not it's not great um da, 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 da. so and lucian is also supposed to be dealing with uh vasa and jurian and all that as like an emissary between the night court and the humans um in addition to all of that, like mm-hmm. Tamlin goes, Tamlin goes, Reese goes and visits Tamlin, mm-hmm. and they have like not good yeah. words with each other. Yeah. Um, wow, yeah, you skipped a lot. I don't. This is what mine says. We have Cassian's point of view, then we have like two of Feyre's point of view, and then we get to Reese's. <laughs> you know, uh, they talk about Briaxis is still missing. You cutie patootie. Yeah, little Briaxis. Uh, I want to buy a cat and I want to name it Briaxis. I want to get, no, I, I want to buy an orange cat because that chaotic energy uh-huh. as a Briaxis. That would be Briaxis. <laughs> oh, I love this idea. Yeah, then. <gasps> what if I got three and I named them after the three <laughs> siblings? I don't need, I don't need, I don't need five cats. <laughs> right. Okay. So I totally forgot about this, but you meet Emery in this book. You do? Uh huh. Oh, yeah, with Sabra. I, no, Cass, no. Uh, I thought, I don't, was Pharaoh with him? Cassian was there. Cassian goes to get, he, there was a storm. He goes into a store. Um, they talk about her, she meets him. He's looking for Proteus, the leather maker. Proteus. I know. Um, she's like, he was my father. He died in the war. Um, she's like, I'm Emery. This is my shop now. And he, um, hold up. He'd seen Nesta in that particular pose too. He called it her, I will slay my enemies pose. Um, oh, I love this. Okay, here we go. He says, Cassie had named about two dozen poses for Nesta at this point, ranging from, I will eat your eyes out for breakfast to, I don't want Cassie to know I'm reading smut. <laughs> uh which i thought was in the next book but i guess it was in this book um and so he's saying i'll take every bit of winter gear you have and yeah they just talk a bit about like he gets stuff 
I do like this conversation between Az and uh, Reese about Lucian and like buying all the sisters' presents. And mm-hmm. Az is literally like, um, do we have to buy them things? <laughs> like, right. are we supposed to do like, this? Do we have to? Like... And, and Reese is like, no. <laughs> no, you're fine. And then um, he's like, okay. Yeah. And then, yeah, Feyre's chapter, uh, chapter nine. She's back at Racina's studio. Um, they've invited her to paint with them, but yeah. she's like feeling really stressed about it. So she... Um, Ooh. she ends up winnowing inside a boarded up gallery and paints there. Yep. Quiet. Then we get to chapter 10. She's still painting. Da, 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 da. That's it. And then okay. chapter 11, Reese is in spring court. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay. So he's in spring court and when asked why he hasn't been properly guarding the border, mm-hmm. Tamlin says he has no army with which to defend it. Reese offers to supply him with men and Timley. Tamlin. Tamlin refuses to have those brutes on his land. But mm. I want to talk about this conversation they have. Yes. Um, literally, he's like, um, there's so much I could say. Like, why are you not enforcing your bear- bear- borders? Do you see any centuries around? Favorite did her work thoroughly, didn't she? With your with your coaching, I have no doubt. Oh no, that was all her. Clever, isn't she? Like he's like defending her mm. i thought the high lord of the night court couldn't be bothered to brag i didn't smile as i countered with i suppose you think i should be thanking you for stepping up to assist in reviving me i have no illusions that the day you thank me for anything resan is the day the the burning fires of hell go cold poetic <laughs> um you saved my uh. mate's life on several occasions i will always be thankful for that I knew the words found their mark, my mate. Low, it was a low blow. I had everything, everything I'd wished for, dreamed of, begged the stars to grant me, and he had nothing. Does she know you're here? Oh, she certainly does. One look mm-hmm. at Feyre's face yesterday when I invited her along had given me her answer before she voiced it. She had no interest in ever seeing the mail across from me again. Um, <clears throat> so, and then they keep going, but I wanted to go over... What did he say? Um, I will not allow one night court brute into my lands. And then he Tamlin continues. You won, he spat, sitting forward. You got your mate. Is that not enough? No. The words echoed through the library. You nearly destroyed her in every way possible. Talon bared his teeth. I bared mine back. Temper be damned. Let some of my power rumble through the room, mm. the home, the grounds. She survived it though. Survived you and you still felt the need to humiliate her, belittle her. If you meant to win her back, old friend, that wasn't the wisest route. Old friend. So they, I mean like. Yeah, because well, they were friends, remember? Yeah, I know. I just find yeah. it so interesting. Like I want to know more. Like, I think mm. that's the only reason he's getting a redemption right route. Yes, it's because, it's they because used to be friends. Because they used to be friends. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I'm really genuinely curious about how that's gonna go. Mm-hmm. Like, I also really uh, like this like banter between them. I do too. Like everything about it. Um mm-hmm. and then then we get to the paint my nude portrait. But oh, yeah. We get to Pharaoh's POV in chapter 12. What the hell is that? Cassian was grinning the next evening as he waved a hand towards the pile of pine dumped this is on my favorite scene. Yes! 
dumped on the ornate red rug in the center of the foyer a solstice decoration straight from the market <laughs> call that a decoration a heap of pine in the middle of the floor is night court tradition funny i'm serious uh-huh. it's for the mantles and banisters and everyone else smart ass want to help <laughs> I love everything about So then they they go and they raid Reese's. I love this. How many good bottles does little Reese have left? <laughs> yes. And so they drink two, two. of them and then Ash shows As- up and they're drunk and they're horribly decorating. Yes. With it. And As is just like, God damn it, y'all. As relax starts- for a minute. <laughs> take your coat off. I'm really surprised Cassie doesn't go, take your pants off. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's almost like he tried to make it as ugly as possible. <laughs> we take offense to that. Poor as wine will make uh, you feel better. Oh, I love this part. I love this part. Um, he glared at me, then the bottle, then Cassian, and finally stormed across the room, took the bottle from my hand and chugged the rest. <laughs> Cassian grinned with delight, mostly because we sprawled from the doorway. Well, at least I know I know, now uh, I know who's drinking all my good wine. Want another one, as? As nearly spewed the wine into the fire, but made him swallow and turn red face to Reese. I would like to explain. <laughs> Five centuries and you think I don't know that if my wine's gone, Cassian's usually behind it. This I love is that before, best. I know. I love that before that moment as literally like while they're drunk, as goes about fixing everything. Yes. He's like, before anyone else shows up, he's like, oh, okay, come on now. He's like, guys, really, really? Uh-huh. This is where you're putting everything? <laughs> That this is the only scene that matters in this entire book. It is. Like nothing else matters. um, Mora shows up. Um, it's cold as hell, and who the hell let Cassian and Feyre decorate? (laughs) Um, and then Feyre goes. Erin shows up. (laughs) Cassian calls her. You look like an angry snowball. (laughs) (laughs) So, um. Also, while this is all happening, like, mm-hmm. Feyre goes to help Elaine in the kitchen, make bread for dinner. Feyre asks Elaine if Nesta will be coming tonight. Elaine says Nesta doesn't want to come to anything mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. Everyone's sitting around for dinner. Um, and mm-hmm. then Elaine asks Amron about her new body. And Amron's yeah. like, what do you want to know? And then says that Elaine cannot return to being human no matter how much she wishes it. Um, after an awkward mm-hmm. pause, Azriel defends Elaine, and then General Good Mood returns. Mm-hmm. Um, someone said something recently about the inner circle that I can't unthink. What is that? Cameron should have died in the last book. Uh-huh. And that since no one died, yeah, the reckoning is coming. I know. Because if you even think about the main circle... Uh-huh. Like in both, I I don't know spoilers. I know people die, like important people die in these books. Mm-hmm. Important people die in these books. Yeah. No one's died in these books. I know. So, so like, well, important people died in these books, but like none of the main people. I would say Gabriel was pretty important. I mean, yeah, but like, I just like the main, like the, the main died. group. Like, yeah, but she was like the P, the POV people. Did we never get Nahemia's POV? Once, briefly, and it never said it was Nahemia. It was just like, oh yeah, that's Nahemia. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
<laughs> I love that. You look, I, I just, it just jumped out of the page. You look like an angry snowball. I know. I love that so much. Oh, careful, boy. Wouldn't want to start a, a start mm-hmm. a war you can't win, especially with Nesta Archeron coming for Solstice in two days. Mm-hmm. Ah, I felt the ripple that I went through it. them between Cassian and Moore and Azrael. Felt the pure temper that rumbled from Cassian. All half-drunk merriness suddenly gone. He said in a low voice, shut it, Amran. Yep. Um, um okay so then we get to oh wait 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 Pera talks to Aaron about Nesta and is like you know Nesta mm-hmm. how's she doing and she's like I won't betray her trust she mm-hmm. trusts me yeah which I think is dumb Pera mm-hmm. <laughs> um she goes to try and find Nesta yeah she does Patrice. yeah she goes to the place where the apartment that Nesta is staying at um and then but she doesn't answer no um oh oh because she wasn't there so she went off to go find her and then chapter 13 um they end up, she ends up in the wolf's den, which is a tavern, saw her sister, and immediately spotted my sister seated with three males at a round table in the shadowed back. Could almost see the specter of that day against Hybern looming behind her. Um, and she is just like absolutely piss ass drunk. Yeah. Um, which like, I don't know. I have so many opinions about Nesta Mm -hmm. and like, I don't know if this book is a good representation, like good foreshadowing or not good foreshadowing for what's coming. Yeah, I don't know. It's really ambivalent. Ambivalent? Mm -hmm. Is that the right word that I'm looking for? I don't know. Like, because we didn't get the sense that Nesta was like this at the end of Akawar. No. It wouldn't make sense to, that's where I like this book because it wouldn't make sense from Akawar to Court of Silver Flames where Nesta is a hot mess. Yeah, yeah. And like pissing everyone off. This is showing how much has changed. I don't know if pissing um, um, everybody off started in that book. <laughs> no, well, no, of course not. Um, so then they talk, well, they argue. Um, asking about if um, she's going to come to the solstice. And she says, I'll give you the check for your, because she says, I need rent for the apartment. Because okay. she's just living off of reese's money at this point yeah yeah like that's all she's doing and so she says fine come to the solstice party and i'll give you your check yep um and then leaves literally Not great Feyre, so much of what Feyre wanted from nesta was just her presence mm-hmm. Yeah. like just her in the room she didn't have mm-hmm. to talk because guess what yeah. news flash she barely fucking talked to begin with Right, exactly. So she's like, just be there. Come just, with us. Yeah. Like, and just hang out. You don't have to do anything. Just be present. And Nesta didn't want to see anyone. Um, so then we went back on to Resan's point of view in chapter 14. Okay. I was like, wait a second. Um, I got off chapter. Yes, I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am aware. <laughs> it's me. I'm the problem. <laughs> um, 
he's thinking about more and what happened, like how upset she kind of got at Hugh City and they got a little they talk the about like killing people. Mm-hmm. And, like he literally calls more bloodthirsty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like and they uh, also have like a cute like where <laughs> she says, I trust you. He says thank you, you know, like um because they offered um in what was it, Akawar, they offered uh her dad to have access to Valoris. Yeah. And she was like, no, this is the one place that is not tainted by him. And he's like, I'll make sure that you're gone when he comes. And like, I'll make sure it's okay, you know. Because it's a big deal. Um, I think it's interesting because already the, really at the very end of that chapter, mm-hmm. um, Reese offers her time to get away. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, you know, maybe in a month you can go. Mm-hmm. And he's like, think it over because like she's been trapped mm-hmm. there for so yeah. long in multiple ways. And is like, mm-hmm. you deserve the chance to like step away. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah. More turned towards the ruined house and grounds behind us, staring not at them, I realize, but eastward towards the continent, the lands within, as if wondering what might be waiting there. So she's off on a mission over on the continent. Um, Freaking continent. That's where the queens are. Yeah, but I want to know. I want to know, Megan. I want to know. I know, I know, I know. Um, And then we get Favor's point of view again. Yes, and Cassian's passed out on the couch. Yep, that, yeah. Mm -hmm. No sign of Asriel where he fell asleep on the couch across from him, both too lazy and perhaps a little drunk after all the wine that we had had last night to take. (laughs) <laughs> to make the trip up the tiny spare bedroom they'd be sharing during the solstice. Laura taken my bedroom, not minding the clutter I had added, and Amron had gone back to her own apartment when we finally drifted to sleep in the early hours of the morning. Both my mate and Moore were still sleeping, and I had been content to let them continue doing so. Oh, mm-hmm. cute. Um, she talks with Elaine. So, like, are they conceiving in this time? No, not yet. No? No, not yet. That comes oh. later in this book. Oh, does it really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I read this book anymore. I don't think you did. <laughs> <laughs> like, the more we talk about this, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. yeah. I don't remember this at all. <laughs> um, They talk about, like, buying presents and, like, what it was like, you know, growing up and how it feels now. Mm-hmm um and like how like uh Ferris says we have everything we need buying presents feels excessive and he says it's their tradition though one that they fought and died to protect in the war perhaps that's the better way to think of it rather than feeling guilty so um they have a cute little yeah they have a cute little moment um Elaine does not bother me the way some people are bothered by her I don't mind her at all I (laughs) mind her but like I don't know it's just odd because we don't really see at least I don't remember much of what happened between Nesta and Elaine yeah to make Elaine so angry with Nesta and Nesta's so resentful of Elaine I don't remember that much of it so maybe when we go back through Silver Flames 
I'll yeah. remember more. Yeah. But like it was always Elaine and Nesta, and then Favor was the one that was left out. Yes. And then now Elaine and Feyre are getting buddy buddy, and Nesta's the one that's left out. Which again, not of her. That's of her own feelings. Yes. So but it's just interesting. They are getting like Nesta, Feyre, and Elaine are chatting, but they're also shopping, and they walk mm-hmm. into a shop, and I like this yes. part. I lo- I like this part specifically. Um, the I wanted to know about the tapestry with the insignia. Mm-hmm. I said the black fabric. What is it? I get that asked at least once an hour. Sorry to add to that. Elaine drifted to my side. A fuzzy pink blanket in one hand and a purple blanket in the other. I wonder who those are for. (laughs) The weaver waved off my apology. It's an unusual fabric. Questions are expected. It's called, I call it void. It absorbs light, creates a complete lack of color. You made it, Elaine asked, now staring over her shoulder towards the tapestry. Uh, I, a newer experiment of mine to see how darkness might be made woven to see if I could take it farther deeper than any weaver has before. Why? They were asked. My husband didn't return from war. And then like, it's, it's a sweet moment mm-hmm. between Feyre and the shop owner and yes. everything. And just, mm-hmm. you and know, the, the shop owner talks about <laughs> the grief that she felt when he died during the, yeah. died in the battle of Adriata. Um, in the summer court um and that was from that was before the big big battle in Akawar. yes um and she says i thought we'd have a thousand more years together in the 300 years we were wed we never had the chance to have children i don't even have a piece of him in that way he's gone and i'm not void was born of that feeling that's important for Bayer's decision that she makes later on in this book yes about children because at the end of akawar they are very much we want children at some point but for right now we want to be just us and live with just us for hundreds of years and then we can start trying for children because they're immortal and it's this moment that gets favor thinking about i like this um so they she talks about not wanting to keep the fabric Mm -hmm. despite her poise her calm i can almost feel her agony radiating into the room a few touches of my gifts, I might ease the grief, make the pain less. I'd never done so for anyone, but but I could not, would not. It would be a violation even if I made it with good intentions. Her loss and her unending sorrow, she had created something from it, something extraordinary, and I couldn't take that away from her, mm-hmm. even if she asked me to. The silver thread, Elaine asked, what is that called? The weaver paused, the loom again, the colorful string vibrating. She held my sister's gaze to att- no attempt at smile this time. I, I call it hope. I like that. I made it mm-hmm. after I mastered Void. Yeah. yeah she sounds was... like one of the spiders. Like in a weird way. I mean, just because she weaves threads. Okay, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she... <laughs> I mean, that is literally the only tie in. But like this, the spider silk yeah i don't know it's giving spider silk vibes to me but <laughs> maybe i'm just it's just my brain uh, um uh, yeah, then she favorite thinking like it could have been me or reese had very nearly gone that way um they mm-hmm. live you know but she's talking about the how lucky she's been but the what-ifs have been haunting her um and then she asks the lady how do you keep creating despite what you oh want? yes because i love that's this something that favor has been having issues with 
And she says, I have to. I have to create or it was all for nothing. Yeah. I have to create or I will crumple up with despair and never leave my bed. I have to create because I have no other way of voicing this. It is hard and it hurts, but if I were to stop, if I were to let this loom or the spindle go silent, then there would be no hope shining in the void. And then Favor bites the tapestry. Yes. And then Favor immediately yeah. goes and starts painting. Mm-hmm. She yeah. feels the she like. She goes to that abandoned studio and starts painting there. Again, and her and mm-hmm. whatever this. this everything's good okay (laughs) this can't keep happening oh my gosh all right so do you want to give it a little bit okay uh and then while she's there painting in the studio Racina comes back up and um finds her Favorite's like, oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have come here. It's like, oh, don't worry. Um, we find out that the studio was owned by a woman named Polina uh-huh. and who had died during the attack on the rainbow in oh, um, Akomath. Yeah. And it is really sad. And she apologizes for not going back to the studio, but Racina's like, no, I get it. You're good. Um, she's saying, I think um, Polina would have liked you to have this. You definitely should, you know, continue yeah. working here um and then favor was thinking about like buying it buying it yeah she says you could you know they're motivated sellers you could probably buy it um oh wait no no and then they leave and she's like happy solstice you too i threw over my shoulder before i vanished into the street and slammed right into the hard warm chest of my mate (laughs) i rebounded off of reese with a curse scowling at his Mm. laugh as he gripped my arms to steady me against the icy street going somewhere what are you doing here why are you running out of abandoned art gal- abandoned gallery as if you have stolen something? <laughs> I was not running. <laughs> I love it so much. I pinched his arm, earning another deep, husky laugh. Stop walking, Reese. Walking suspiciously quickly then. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's so cute. And then he's like, what are you painting? What are you doing? And she's like, you'll see. <laughs> right? Also, like, what is, I feel like all of the girls gifts are way more thoughtful and better mm-hmm. than any of and the, the guys, guys gifts. which i mean i think that's just kind of telling <laughs> that's just kind of like real yeah, life oh um then she talks to him about maybe teaching opening a studio to teach others to paint. yeah i think that's really and cool she's like do you think people will come and it's like we'll have to see um and then she goes to amarin <laughs> wait no on a puzzle Wait, no, I found Amarin in her loft an hour later. Mm-hmm. Reese had another meeting to attend with Cassian and the Illyrian commanders. My nose crinkled as I entered Amarin's toasty apartment. It smells interesting in here. <laughs> what does it smell like, Farah? Uh, rumpled sheets and a skew pillow said enough about what sense I was detecting. Yep. <laughs> Who's she's been... working? Because Amarin's working on a jigsaw puzzle and then she goes, where's Varian? 
uh, out buying more presents for me? More. more. <laughs> I find it so funny that Amryn mm. is a puzzle person, but it like it yeah. makes sense. Well, she like, said she says without that odious book to decipher, I found I missed such things. This is my fifth this week. Like it totally makes sense. Five puzzles in one week? No, no, no. Because then Ferris says we're only three days into the week. Five puzzles in three days. No, do you sleep, Amryn? And she said says they don't make them hard enough for me how many pieces does this one Five thousand. show off <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, oh i like this okay if nessa decides to visit mm-mm. you i said the ancient chair groaning as i pushed it back and rose grabbing my coat and scarf from the bench by the door tell her that it would mean a great deal if she came on solstice mm-hmm. and then she's oh, like this is where Amber, i was wondering where you were talking about where um she asked Amran about nesta and Amran says i'm not going to betray her confidence i'm not going to like my my this one this far into the book (laughs) my little review thing says otherwise oh well it was chapter 15 (laughs) well it it doesn't say that it it literally is skipping Uh, around i guess yeah uh then we get reese's pov and um (laughs) i love the first thing he says you brought weapons to solstice i asked leaning against the door frame why are men so hot when they lean against door frames (laughs) it's not okay As sitting his setting his own bag on the opposite opposite on the bed opposite Cassian's <laughs> threw my brother a vague look of alarm after passing out on the sitting couch room couches last night and a likely uncomfortable sleep they finally bothered to settle into the bedroom design for them some might be gifts and the rest Cassian <laughs> towed off his boots and leaned against the headboard folding his arms behind his head as his wings draped to the floor the females bring their jewelry I bring my weapons. <laughs> <laughs> I know a few females in this house who might take offense to that. <laughs> yep. Oh. Um, okay. Doo-doo-doo. So. Oh, they talk about whether Lucian's going to show up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like. Oh man, everything about this, like them together, mm-hmm. and also like, how big are these beds? They have to be massive. Like, like they cause have like wings. It, do they and, just sleep on their tummies? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Do they fold? Have you ever seen a bird sleep on its back? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I picture them yeah. to look like. Like, just picture a pigeon just... Uh-huh. <laughs> like, um, do they, like, roost like birds? Yeah. I... <laughs> no. Like, I could just see them, like, fluffing their feathers. Well, we know, like, at one point, Reese does sleep on his side with his wings out. Out? Like, behind yeah. him? Yeah. What? No, that like, may- one, one gets... Could you under. imagine? Remember, remember in Akamath, because they're sleeping, and he's, like, spooning Feyre, and he's got with one wing? wing tucked under, and the other wing comes around over her. Yeah. Could you imagine Feyre ever being big spoon? Yeah. <laughs> he'd, have to, he'd have to get rid of the wings. <laughs> Like just like monkey girl. Like, <laughs> hey, I got you. Oh my gosh. I wonder um, if like I would love, I would love for Farah to get one of those like net launchers and just shoot one at Cass. <laughs> just like capture right? them. <laughs> oh, I'm amused by this. I know. Um all right. Um, then we get to uh we find out that Moore is bad at giving presents, apparently um because they make a joke about it yes and she then, looked she looked radiant solstice yes. eve had fully settled upon valeris 
Uh, so we get them. They're all there. Um, and then oh, they they ask about Tarquin. So mm-hmm. doesn't celebrate the winter solstice. Yeah. Um, and he's like, no, nah, he doesn't. I don't. I don't know. It doesn't say. No, why. he does. It says in the summer, obviously, as there are two solstices. True, but not yeah. the winter one. Look, yeah, but I mean, it's still two solstices I think yeah it's yeah just like they call them different things so we she wakes up it's her birthday happy mm-hmm. birthday favorite darling has the has the presents uh she wakes up three birthday presents from Reese a sketchbook a scarf and a satchel for her art supplies I hate them <laughs> <laughs> the couple goes downstairs for breakfast before they can even eat Reese is whisked away by Az and Cassian as part of <laughs> the solstice tradition. Yep, and she's like, what is this? Once they leave, Elaine comes out from the kitchen, just preparing little treats mm-hmm. for dinner that night. Um, right then is when Elaine asks uh, Feyre if she's heard from Nesta, and someone knocks on the door, expecting it to be Nesta. It's fine. It's, it's Lucian. Lucian. <laughs> Hello. So Lucian has arrived for the holidays, mm-hmm. which makes everything interesting because Elaine and him are supposedly mates. Yes. Yes. According to <laughs> the end of Acomath. Um, wait, wait, wait. Can we, can we take this? So Feyre goes upstairs at one point. I settle in at the desk in our bedroom to do some paperwork. Very festive Reese purred down the bond. I can practically see his smirk. And where exactly are you? Uh, Don't worry about it. That makes it sound like I should be worried. A dark laugh. Cassian says you can pummel him when we get home, which will be when? Before dinner? (laughs) (laughs) Everything about this. I love it so much. I love love it. They opened the door. No, as Elaine took a step back, hand falling away from the doorknob, she revealed Lucian smiling tightly at us both. Happy solstice. <laughs> it give, it's giving yoo-hoo, picks up a blowout. <laughs> or or uh uh even better, uh hey, Zuko here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like, hello. Hi. I, I am here. Oh, it's like I have come hello. here to ask you about your car warranty. Solution <laughs> oh comes gosh. in, it's awkward as hell. Yes. Like always. We learn more information about what he's been doing. Elaine's making Vasa tea. And, yeah, about Vasa and Jurian. Um, um Feyre asks him to live with them. That's some. I thought she just asked him to stay like for the solstice. Well, my notes here say while well, Feyre asks Lucian to live with him. Lucian is adamant about not living with him, and he asks oh, why. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. He explains how he had been disowned That's twice right. now, once by his own family and once by Tamlin. And mm-hmm. the spring court, since Tamlin's argument with Reese, Tamlin has decided he'll be spending the solstices alone. Mm-hmm. After giving favor her gift and Elaine's, Lucian leaves. Oh, but I love this because he says, um, interesting what is that you now feel more comfortable with humans than with the high fae if you ask me i'm not it seems like you've decided to fall in with two people without homes of their own as well happy solstice to you Feyre, because he's like nope um i didn't mean that you have a home here if you want lucian studied the sitting room the foyer beyond and dining room on its other side the band of exiles the what that's what we call ourselves the band of exiles you have a name for yourselves (laughs) 
Jury and Bassett and Lucian are just like, yes, we are the band of exiles. I do like this part with um, Elaine and what's her name? Farah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he brought you a present. The doe eye, the, these doe brown eyes turn, they have brown eyes. Do they all have brown eyes? No. Uh, no. Maybe. Nesta has like blue gray eyes. I don't what remember. Eye color does Thera have? Elaine has brown eyes? Remember. Sharper uh, than I've ever seen them. And that entails him to my time, my affection? No, but he is a good male and he cares for you. He doesn't know me. You don't give him the chance to even try to. I don't want a mate. I don't want a male. Do you want a woman? <laughs> <laughs> Let's yeah, go. Yeah, um, favorites are blue-gray. So just like Nestus. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so then Amora comes over. They all start drinking. And mm-hmm. then Amora has brown eyes too. I really don't pay attention to these people's hair. <laughs> it's been so long. Uh, and then she's like, where are they? And she's like, oh, uh, Moore's like, oh, Reese didn't tell you. Yeah. Um, yeah. The three of them do every solstice morning. I'm beginning to be nervous. And they end up in um, Moore winnows them away to the cabin. Yep, the cabin. The, the cabin. She and points to the she... endless fields atop the mountain covered <laughs> in snow, just as I'd last seen it, but rather than a flat, uninterrupted expanse. Are those snow forts? Snow forts? <laughs> Cassian's yell, uh, something white shot across the field, white and hard and glistening, and then Cassian's yell echoed off the mountains around us, followed by, you bastard. <laughs> I surveyed I, the three walls of snow, the barricades. <laughs> They're having, having a, a snowball snow. fight. The three Illyrian warriors, I said, the greatest Illyrian warriors <laughs> are having a snowball fight since they were children. They're over 500 years old. Do you want me to tell you the, <laughs> the running tally of victories? No magic, no wings, no breaks. They've been out here since noon. It was nearly three. My teeth began chattering. I've already, <laughs> I've always stayed in to drink. How do they even decide who wins? Whoever doesn't get frostbite? This is ridiculous. <laughs> oh my gosh. A moment later, Reese's vicious curse barked towards us. Asshole. <laughs> I, I don't so think much. your mate is going to be Victor this year, my friend. Illyrian babies, indeed. So, and then Azriel won the snowball yeah, fight. Of course, his 199th victory, apparently. That's pretty good average. Yeah. Yeah. Out of 500? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, isn't, so, he, oh. huh? isn't he the tallest, too? I think so, yeah. So then um, they go off to the sauna. The three, the three of them go off to the sauna. The boys uh, or the, the girls? Boys, boys, it's to the sauna? They go to the sauna because that's their thing is they have their snowball fight and then they like hang out in the sauna. With their giant bat wings. <laughs> completely naked. And she's there, talking to him through the... Um, there is no toxic masculinity here. No, and she's talking with Reese through the body he says interested in taking a look the dark purr going <laughs> into my mind uh let lech 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 go back to your sweating there's room for one more in here i thought mates were territorial i'm always eager to learn what sparks your interest favorite darling 
I was promised a Walrus. I've taken you against a wall before. These walls. <laughs> and then they, it's bad form to be at attention while in the Birkin. Oh, <laughs> like a thing. And because she sent like an image. Yeah, yeah. Of um, yeah. And she got kicked out of the sauna. They like threw him out. They're like, nope, mm-mm, absolutely not. We're not doing that in here. <laughs> I like how he's like whatever you're interested in like uh, are you interested in more than one mm. are we interested in sharing a bed uh, mm. <laughs> um so then they get all super dressed up oh she wears her starfall gown um, um they have a birthday cake and they sing which happy Elaine birthday made. which it's is so cute. cute and it's just so cute Nuala did the decorating which Nuala and Sarah, Sarah Wynn, Sarah Wynn. Yeah. They're the twins. Um, More twin shadows. Yes, twin shadows. Um, and then they're after dinner, people start opening mm-hmm. gifts. Well, well into opening gifts, there's a knock at the door. Everyone knows exactly who it is. It mm-hmm. is Nesta. Everyone is uh, eventually able to settle after Nesta's interest and they continue to exchange gifts. Um, and I guess like the big thing is right before Nesta leaves, like favorite mm-hmm. gifts for the check because yes. it's exactly what she wants. Mm. Nesta takes the check and leaves as well. And then Cassian goes after her. Yes. And then um, Cassian goes after her, tries to give her us is like, I'll walk you home. Um, tries to give her a present. Um, and she just throws it back in his face. Um, let's see. She says, stop, stop following me. Stop trying to haul me into your happy little circle. Stop doing all of it. Uh, go home, Cassie. And like, she just like walks yeah. away as if he were nothing, as if he weren't worth her time, the effort, a low born Illyrian bastard. Um, he didn't follow. And then he takes his present that he got her and chucks it into the river. The Sidra, which we find out later what that present was. And I'm just like, Cassian, sweetie, you don't throw those things into the river, even if you're mad. What was it? It was like some hella rare book. It was a book? It was a he very threw... rare, it was a hella rare book. He threw, he threw a threw book? Into the Sidra. Yes. Why don't I remember this? Yes. <laughs> Damn, oh, my. Nesta's point of view. We do? Yeah, right after that. Nesta's point of view. Did I read this at all? I don't think you did. Um, and you talk about like how just like how numb and how dead inside she really is. Yeah. She says she hadn't felt anything and hmm. well, we get her point of view, but it's everyone's point of view except for Feyre's and Reese's is first person. I mean, third person. And then Feyre and Reese is first person. But everyone else is third person. I did not follow that. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say it correctly. Feyre and Reese are first person points of view. I. Cassian, Moore, and Nesta are third person points of view. Following now. <laughs> yes. Um, so anyway, so um, she says, she hadn't felt anything in months, had days when she didn't really know where she was or what she'd done. They passed swiftly and yet dripped by. Like she is in a bad, bad place. 
um, until she drew her knees to her chest and stared into the dimness. Still, the silence raged and echoed around her. Still, she felt nothing. Like, she is completely just, like, not present at all. Trying to unearth um, the book. Trying to what? Unearth the book. Oh. <laughs> it's hidden in the back. <laughs> um, and then we get to chapter 22, Favorite's point of view again. Um, Reese and Favor being super cute. Like oh, that. hey, Favor called him a cat in this one. <gasps> a word that I had never heard before until this book series, like legitimately. <laughs> Which I don't know if we um, talked about that on camera, but I was just like, is this a new nickname for Cole? <laughs> for Kale? Is that oh, his, yeah. I was like, is Dad. that like, <laughs> and you were like, you, uh, you laughed so hard at me, which is great. I was just like, yeah. I guess this is a new, I mean, Sarah would come up with a nickname mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with the actual name. I know. So, like, um, you know, so then, yeah. So then I think they're on the roof. The roof. Yeah. Everyone oh. else has gone to bed. They're on the roof. They're talking. She says, I think I want these changed. Talking about her um the first Whoa. tattoos that she got in their bargain. So then they make um a new Whoa. Let's see. This map yeah. is so much cooler than the other ones. Because we're learning more and more things about the stuff. I guys, I really like <laughs> Um, I need to pay more attention. <laughs> let's see. Okay. Do, do, do. Wait. Um, no, this one. She talks about, so she has the, she wants the tattoos changed on her arm. Um, and then she talks about how she wants to start having children, like wants to try. And like, we all know it's very difficult for Faye to have children so she's yes. like i want us to go ahead and start now even though they have planned on waiting and so they're like okay oh uh, we will wait. start now did you talk about how she sends the picture of their son to reese through the bond oh i didn't see that no yeah yeah so that's right because uh, the bone cover had come to her in yeah. the form of their son yeah and that's her gift mm-hmm. and everything. And then yep. Reese goes back to the spring court at the very end to see Tamlin sitting alone with a Oh, dead- wait, no, we got there. Hold on, before that, we get there. What? Um, the, the gift that he got her. Is he it bought the- her an estate. Oh. So that, that she can decorate and build and create their home so that with- they're not just living in the um apartment, townhouse in the apartment yeah um, um that has a nursery yes which i'm honestly now i i like did i read this book at all because like the idea that Farah became pregnant mm-hmm. is not like far-fetched no no it's not it makes sense and i mean like, it it does we're talking about things that are not in this book we need to wait until we get to the next book to talk about this. Okay, but can I say yeah. one thing before we? No, let's yeah. let's talk about yes. Tamlin first, and then I'm going to talk about these two oh. books, and then we're going to wrap this shit up. Mm-hmm. Um, so Reese arrives at the spring court to see Tamlin sitting alone with a dead elk in front of him on the mm-hmm. table. Tamlin asks Reese if Favor will ever forgive him. Reese doesn't know the answer to this question. Mm-hmm. Tamlin asks Reese if he'll ever forgive him for what Tamlin did to his family. 
Grace mm. points out that Tamlin never apologized to him about it. And Tamlin responds that it wouldn't have made a difference. Mm-hmm. Reese prepares the elk, tells Tamlin to eat, and then leaves the spring court. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, we also find out that he talked to Varian to see if Tarquin would send soldiers to the border to help since Tamlin's like, I don't want any of your night court here. He's like, okay, fine. What about the summer court? Um, then we get to chapter 24, Moore's point of view. She lied to Feyre about where she was going or what she was doing at the winter court. Um, let's see. She was there. She, we find out that she has a house near the winter court and a horse um, just to get away. And something is like watching her in oh, the yeah. shadows and yeah. she's not sure what it is and she's yeah. just like go go and that's all the answer we get out of that one that was then we go strange. back yes then we go back to Feyre's uh point of view and she's at the um the abandoned studio um she bought it or the family gave it to her um and she was like I tried buying it but they just gave it to me um and she said, Polina's sister, though, suggested I use the money for something else, that if I wanted to give it away, I should donate it to the Brush and Chisel. You know what that is. It's a charity for artists in need of financial help, which is pretty cool. Um, and then, oh, oh. What? Oh. What? Okay. What? I forgot about this because we're going to have to talk about this because, okay, y'all. So we're recording these kind of out of order. Yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot about this because she remembers what the surreal said to her before it died. It was Feyre Archeron, a request, leave this world a better place than how you found it. Oh, <gasps> a better place. A better world. A better, <laughs> a better world. place. Oh! Yeah, right? Oh! Yeah. And then okay. that is the end. Wow. That's right. No, no, no. No, it's not. No, it's not. Just kidding. No, Wait, where are we? I don't Hold know. On. You're past. You're at the. I my review is over. I don't have any more. Information. No, we still have more. We get to Reese's point of view. He's watching the six. The there are six girls in the training ring. What? Um, None of this is mentioned in my book. Oh yeah, no, it's in it's my, like not my brief. book. Like but... he's he's at the Illyrian camp with Cassian, and it's like. There are grumblings in the camps, but it's still a good sign because there are six in the ring. It's a slow start, but it's working. Um, and so they're like, we're going to small steps. Um, then we're back to Farah, and she's um, oh, this- she's hung up the tapestry that she bought in front. And it's the grand opening of her studio, her art lessons, and Racina's there. There are free art lessons. It's like, you can, you know, it doesn't cost anything. It's free. Here's when it is. Um, And then favorite again. Let's see. It's her and Reese. Okay. The very, okay. I'm going to skip to the end of this chapter because it's just Mm -hmm. them being cute in her little paint shop. Uh And it says, um, we will face it together. Enjoy every moment of it together. Um, I leaned into him again, his arm tightening around my shoulders, around the top of the arm, inked with the tattoo we both bore, the promise between us to never part, not until the end, and even after that. I love you, I said down the bond. What's not to love? Before I could elbow him, <laughs> Reese kissed me again, breathless and swift, to the stars who listened to Feyre. 
I brushed a hand over his cheek and wiped away the last of his tears, his skin warm and soft when we turned down the street that would lead us home toward our future and all that waited within it to the dreams that are answered, Reese. The end. Stop! <laughs> it's so, so cute. cute. It's so cute. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so like, obviously I need to reread this because yes. I don't have shit. <laughs> But next week, we shift entire POVs. This next mm-hmm. bend in the book series is all from Nessa's POV. And you mentioned it in Starlight. And a little bit of Cassian. <laughs> and a little bit of Cassian. Yeah. You mentioned it in here that mm-hmm. um, Cassian, nope, uh, Reese and <laughs> Feyre yes. are in first POV and everybody else mm-hmm. is in third. Yeah. This is all in third. Yes. Well, is. this is in yeah. first. You can't uh-huh. see what I'm talking about. Silver yeah. Flames is in third. third. A court is all in first, which I think mm-hmm. is an interesting twist on yeah. all of that. But that's really interesting. And mm-hmm. I am excited and worried for all of our listeners for a court of silver flames. This should be <laughs> a if hot take. If you have listened to our DNF episode from last year, yeah, you understand. You understand. So um, buckle up, guys. Yes. The uh, final <laughs> book review deep dive of Akatar is next week. Yes. Then we get into theories. And oh my gosh, like this, this season eight's wrapping up. I know. It's crazy. It's wild. So we will see you guys next week <laughs> on We Know How to Read. Bye. Bye. I'd just like to point out that you started this episode.